From the Draco Vista Studios in Phoenix, Arizona, unlocking secrets of writing, conversing with masters of the craft, and just having a lot of fun. It's the Dragon Page, cover to cover. And welcome back to another Dragon Page cover to cover. I'm Michael Armenengay. And I am Michael Stackpole. And it is a uh, fun time. We got all kinds of cool stuff happening. We, we got do, some we listener feedback and stuff. I'm thinking we might just let's, let's dive right there into some of that. Hey, Dragon Page crew, it's Sean from Edwards. It's great to hear you guys back, and I'm really looking forward to hearing how it goes about uh, <clears throat> bringing back his old, his old book back to life. So, but I was thinking about it with mine, because I'm still in the process of rewriting it. It's taking longer than I would like, but that's just life right now, unfortunately. But one of the other things I've been able to get some time to do because it doesn't it's not as time intensive is work on the three D models of some of the craft that appear in the stories in the books. And one of the things I was thinking is a cross promotion that I could do is basically once the models are finished, release them via Shapeways. Um, Shapeways is a model making service where basically you submit a three D design and they will cast it out of resin for you. Hmm. So I was thinking of doing that as a kind of cross-promotion to the book where the models would come with a online coupon to either get a discount or, they don't know how much the models end up being, a free copy of the book. Uh, Sean, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. There's one big problem with this, and that is you have to have a product first. Um, what I'm, I'm terribly afraid is you're going to end up locking yourself into something that may change once you actually finish the story or actually write the story because uh, it's still evolving right now. You may have a really great outline, but at some point you may go down a completely different road. You may change change stuff up. Uh, it, it It's kind of like it'd be kind of like building accessories parts for a car that has not been built yet. Well- Look, you know, it's all well and good to do that, to do those modeling, do the modeling and to have the modeling there as as something to use as source material while you're writing. That's exactly right. The important thing is the writing. Yes. Okay. Which is going to have precedence? Are you a model maker that's making resin cast kits? They got to look really, really cool. And you may eventually someday have some backstory. Or are you writing novels where you hope to build an audience that might be interested in those in those resin models. Now, look, I, I do a lot of work with uh, Brian Polito, who is the creator of Lady Death and the head of Chaos Comics. And Brian has had any number of characters he's created made into these resin cast uh, sure. kits. And they're great. They, they, they are great. We're not but, saying that's a bad thing. That's awesome. Th- that's fantastic. But do people who buy those resin kits as collectibles read or do they just buy the resin kits because they're cool because they're cool exactly i mean look it's it's one of those things of you know nfl football is the most popular thing in Mm -hmm. america Mm -hmm. okay how many nfl novels do you see right okay the audience doesn't necessarily translate right all right so if you're going to be a writer You have to focus on the writing. Writers write. Look, once you're done your book, okay, while you're letting it cool off, uh, you know, while you're waiting to go back and do your edits, you will have 
two, three weeks, you know, minimum where you can go in and you can model to your heart's content. Right. Okay. You can price those things out. You can set up a Kickstarter page to fund, you know, the, the production of those models. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. The book has got to come first. I mean, I was, I was, I've been doing these, uh, Homeland Security Services novels. So perfectly invisible is out. Now this is a governmental agency. I figured out what the design for their, you know, governmental crest will look like and everything like that. And, and somebody at, uh, Dragon Con gave me from one of the rebel legions, uh, gave me a challenge coin. Mm-hmm. And and I looked at the place online, and they make the challenge coins. All you have to do is send in the art. They make the challenge coins. You know, it'll cost me five hundred bucks to get a hundred of these things done. What a great promo mm-hmm. item! You know, blah 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 blah. Right? Sure. Point is, is I got to get the writing done first, exactly, because otherwise I'm going to have you know a hundred coins sitting in my downstairs room. And nobody will care. Exactly. Okay. So the key thing and is, you never get know. You may change. You may change the style. You may change something. Add something significant to it. You just paid for a whole bunch of challenge coins yep. that are no longer valid because you just had to because you had to change the story. Absolutely. And the other thing is one more on this, just to push the point a little further, is that what I'm terribly afraid is going to happen to you, Sean, is that you're going to get so busy on the detail of these models that you're going to start bringing those in in too much detail in your story, and then your story is going to become overwhelmed with things and less about characters and plot. Right, And, and, and you know, doing the modeling and figure out the costing the same way I was doing the challenge coin, great excuse not to write yeah okay <laughs> procrastination 101 okay we gotta fight it all right yeah, absolutely so get to writing there you go oh hey mike and mike uh, this is rift in pa i've been doing a little research into why sales of some of my serialized fiction have been rather flat and uh, came across a huffington post article by mark coker of Smashwords, and in it he included some statistics um from a poll they took uh, basically shows that um, about 58% of people polled uh, never read serialized ebooks, and another 33% try to avoid serialized fiction, and that leaves about 9-ish percent um, who actually say they prefer serials. So it's just a wondering um, if Mr. Stackpole has sort of seen similar results in his serialized fiction sales, and B, what both of you um, think about perhaps waiting until you have enough together to put a collection um, and offering the serialized stories optionally as a complete volume, if that would um, help get over this little um, sales barrier, or if the barrier is incorrect. All right, thanks. Bye. Yeah, actually, I read that same article, and, and it was the result of a survey where I think the term serial fiction is being bandied about in a, in a rather haphazard way. Mm-hmm. What they were referring to in the resistance to serial fiction is incomplete stories being parceled out chapter by chapter. So, and, and it, oddly enough, it's the way that Dickens started out. Mm-hmm. When, when Dickens was writing for the magazines in England, he would be given a contract for six chapters or 10 chapters. And you would hope that he would build a following in those first six chapters otherwise the story would be killed mm-hmm. well readers don't tend to like that and, and in our society when we want it now instant gratification we want a complete product exactly. so that defined incomplete serialized stories yes very unpopular i suggest that you don't do them on the other hand 
serial stories where you have complete stories featuring the same characters uh, going on. Wildly popular. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong. Uh, I haven't seen... Uh, I've seen no resistance in terms of people buying individual stories. I see people love to buy them when they are collected into one particular unit. Um, so, you know, but I, I literally I've got Trichnomancy out there, which is a collection of my uh, Trick Malloy stories, uh, which is, I think, all seven or eight stories in, in that series. And that's offered as one thing uh, for five bucks. And I st- still have the individual stories up at, at 2 or $3 a piece. I still get sales on those individual mm-hmm. stories. Um, it's just whatever strikes people as, as being interesting. So as long as it's complete, mm. you're, you're fine. Now, I will say this. Uh, Tracy Hickman, and we've interviewed him a number of times uh, on this show about his serialized novel, uh, approach, which was, and we'll probably, we'll, we'll get him again to, to talk about this again, but basically what Tracy did was he took a novel and he had, he offered people a subscription to this novel where he would release it to them a chapter or two a week. And then in forums on his website, they would discuss the new chapters. They would, uh, readers would offer their feedback. And as Tracy was going, the story would begin to pick up some of those elements. Right. So that it was an interactive process between the readers and their, uh, their perceptions of what was going on, informing what Tracy was doing. That's an entirely different phenomena where you are are providing access where literally a very famous best-selling author is providing his fans and his audience direct access and communication with him about an ongoing story so that the readers feel validated. They're really, really happy. And the nice thing that Tracy did was that at the end of that whole uh, subscription process, after laying out all of those chapters, anybody who had subscribed to the entire book would in fact get a hardbound signed numbered, you know, edition of that book. Mm-hmm. So you were buying this collector's book, but you were part of the creative process as you exactly. go along. That was brilliant. It was awesome. Absolutely. Stuff. And so that be there and it, just to make the point very clear, what Tracy was selling was a serialized story, yes, but that came with this big dollop of access to the author, and that is a lot of what the audiences want. And I suspect the Smashwords survey, a lot of the negativity came because you would have a lot of people who would essentially do what, what we in the early days of podcasting, you know, pod fading. Um, God knows I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, but but uh, uh, where somebody starts out doing something very enthusiastically, they don't get enough feedback or they don't get feedback they like and they stop. Right. And so those people who like that project are left with a with a sour taste in their mouths, mm-hmm. and those people who never liked that project figure it was a waste of time anyway. Right. Exactly. So. Yep. And, and well, anyway, and uh, well, to your point uh, about or question about uh, whether or not you should start or wait, start. Yeah. Start. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You, you got to have some place to start as long as they're complete stories, like Mike yep. said. If you, you got a complete story, put it out there. See if you get any any traction off of it. Uh, put a couple, two or three of them out there. Test. Look, you know. That's the that's the only way you'll know. This is the this is something you're going to hear us say over and over and over again. The best publicity for your writing is to put more material out there. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's critical because the more material you've got out there, the better chances other people discover you. They discover you. They share you with friends. Right. That's the way this program works. All right, one more real quick, and then we'll take a break. All right. Hey, this message is for Cover to Cover. Hey, Mike and Mike, this is Will the Computer Guy. So my day job, well, it's actually a night job because I'm working nights now, <laughs> is an hour and a half away from my house. So I've got three hours on the road. And if it wasn't for patio books and all the Farpoint Media shows, I'd be going stir crazy. So I looked into audible.com, and I was kind of disappointed to see how expensive the audiobooks were. A lot of them are in the um, you know, 14 15 $20 range, with a lot of them in the $24.95 range. So even with that 30% discount they give you, it's still you know, pretty expensive, and you only get one monthly credit, which is one book or one of like a two-part book. So two questions, I think, maybe only one. What is the reason why the audiobooks are so expensive? I know it's not because of delivery and storage, because they're Production. digital, and you've already yeah. had that discussion with ebooks. Um, it's just a little frustrating for, I mean, I want to support everybody, but it, it, I guess I'm still used to the 1980s, uh, you know, five bucks for a book kind of thing, so... Anyway, <laughs> it's production. There were 1980s. I, I know in the 80s. I don't remember the 80s. There you I, go. I forgot about those. Uh, but uh, no, there's it's production, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of talent to put those books together. Um, the the problem is is that uh, you're you're spoiled on on patio books where it's the authors doing it. Um, some of those are really good. Some of those are not so good. Um, and the, you, you know they're. They're putting it out on their own. Right. This is a company that's trying to make a profit putting it out, and they're hiring people in order to make the production. So it has to have a return for them. Yeah, I mean, when you're, you know, when it's when it's costing you thousands of dollars to get voice talent and to get studio time mm-hmm. to get the editing and to get all the packaging put together and 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 just making the stuff available, um, that's how they end up setting those prices. Exactly. You know, sure, we can go into that same discussion that traditional publishers should be should be lowering the prices because of the ease of delivery now. Yeah, but as we talked about in the last show, you know, the old way of doing business and the old business models with those profit margins built in dictate that any retreat from that is going to be painful and you have to justify that to your board of directors so you don't do it. Exactly. Um, you know, and that's just that's just the that that is the sort of shift that we're going to end up, you know, we're going to end up seeing. I'm sure at the dawn of of uh, of um automobiles uh you know transportation schedules were based on horse cart uh mm-hmm. distances and and uh you know drayage uh, rates were based on that didn't take into account what a car could do exactly um you know so it, it's going to take time for uh for for stuff to switch around yeah exactly all right we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this Dragon Moon Press, bringing you some of the most exciting new authors in sci-fi and fantasy. Their titles open new worlds and bring unforgettable characters to readers just like you. Bring the magic and wonder of dragons to your child with Dragon's Fire Wizard's Flame by Michael R. Manengay. Write your own story with a complete guide to writing fantasy. Books by Dragon Moon Press, sci-fi, fantasy, and beyond. Order these titles from your local retailer or visit the website at dragonmoonpress.com. 
All right, into the second half here. What are we doing? Well, two things that that, that we want to do, and, and one is a carryover from the last show. But first, I do want to thank the folks who have been making donations oh, uh, to the show and the site. I mean, you guys, your response to our shift in the format has really been gratifying. And like I say, you guys' support is uh, it's, really, it's really critical. It, it is honestly, it is really, really critical because it's been a little difficult um, to be perfectly candid, um, getting advertisers for, uh, this show and for what we do around here. It's that, that money's kind of drying up out there in the, in in the world. And, uh, I tell you what, it, it truly is your, your support, your donations, your sending in and keeping it is that's, what's keeping us going right now. Yeah. So So we really, we really, really do appreciate that. Absolutely. Okay. Two things that I want to talk about. One, Talked about last time, we were talking about uh, Twitter and Facebook as mm-hmm. being your public audience. Right. Okay. And and I want to talk about private audience. It is very important for all of us as writers to begin to develop and maintain a private audience list, which is, all this means is it's a mailing list, but it's a very specific mailing list. Um, you get people to agree that, and, and, and you point out, all you're going to send down this list is when you have a new product mm-hmm. that you think they want to buy, you will send an email. All right. So what you're going to be doing is you're going to be developing a list of people who will send you money. Mm-hmm. This is critically important because if you have, you know, thousands of people on Facebook and thousands of people on Twitter and you send something down those feeds, sure, you're probably going to have two or three people that will see it, they will click on it immediately and they will buy. That's great. And some of those may even be people who've never looked at your stuff before, which is even better. You want to maintain a clean list of those people who have already supported you, who have indicated that they are going to send you money so that you can send them a direct solicitation. And again, you just say, Hey, look, this is, uh, you know, and this is, just going to be when I have something new come out, Mm -hmm. you know, eight times, maybe a dozen times a year, you're going to get this notice. That's it. You know, no spam, no, no, nothing else. That's it. Now there are companies out there that will maintain lists. So one is called MailChimp.com and we're not getting any money off of them, but MailChimp is pretty awesome. Yeah. MailChimp. Yeah. And, and so, and it's one where you can do a list of up to, I think 2000 people Mm -hmm. for free. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a really cool resource to begin to use to develop that sort of stuff. And all this means is on your web page, as you put out, um, as you put out sample stories, you just include a little thing with a link to MailChimp and the solicitation letter that comes in. You just tell people, look, if you're interested in hearing about my new stories coming out, whether I got free stuff or stuff for sale, you just let me know you sign up for this mailing list. We'll get you squared away. That's all I'm going to tell you about is my, is my stuff. Don't be apologetic about it. Um, you know, cause it's like, it's, it, you know, in essence, we're, we're authors, we're the same as people working, you know, singing for our dinners in, in the corner of a bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we're working for tips Yeah, and you just want to let everybody know that you got a gig. Okay. <laughs> and that's really what this is. This is your gig list. There okay? you go. I just finished a book, you know, come listen to my gig. Here you go. <laughs> um, and so you got to do that and that's your private audience and that's going to really, really be critical. I mean, face it, if you can do at, at you know, at, at, at PayPal rates and stuff like that, if you've got an audience of 3000 people that are willing to pay you two bucks a month, you can clear $60,000 a year. Wow. Now that's a lot, but 
think about it this way. If you got 10 people that are willing to pay you two bucks, that's $20. Mm-hmm. Okay. That will cover a, a very nice website where they can <laughs> download things. Okay. That will take care of, and, and suddenly you're profitable mm-hmm. because you're, you know, you're going to be making more money than, than you're shelling out. So this is a this is a really good thing that you want to uh, you want to take care of. Absolutely, it's and and again, this is all stuff that you need to be kind of working on and keeping in the back of your head. It's still critical. Get the story out. Get the writing gun and get that going. And then then there's all these other places and all these other wonderful things that you can be doing. Absolutely. The other thing that we want to talk about, and and we literally we need to enlist your support here. Absolutely, um, because this is look. We've all acknowledged that that one of the things that traditional publishing has always been said is that they were the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who decided, you know, what was quality and what wasn't quality. Okay, and you've certainly heard us on this show say over and over again, "Hey, look, they've you know they've walked away from the gate. They've abandoned the gate." And that if you want quality work, if you want to get stuff, you don't want to waste your time with stuff. There are two simple ways to do it. One. If you're buying electronic books, download the free sample. Mm-hmm. Decide whether or not it's worth whether or not it's worth reading. Okay, and everyone should do that. The second thing is look for review sites on the web that review science fiction, that review fantasy, that review books. Um, and and what we want what we want from you is your help. We want you to send us the URLs of the review sites that you like Mm -hmm. you don't have to include goodreads we already know that that's out there okay facebook and twitter will assume but you know the 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 people who blog the people who blog about stuff um you know whether it's uh i mean there are there are places like uh geek mountain state uh Mm -hmm. which is from vermont i know the guys one of the guys who runs it um great place they do some reviews um you know i know of a lot of little sites and i'm putting together a list but every day other sites seem to crop up so we want to know what you guys use as as websites where you check out what's going on where you're finding these gems that you haven't seen before because what we would like to do and and obviously you know dragon page cover to cover is one of those sites because absolutely we offer reviews on it what we want to be able to do is put together this database so that when there are books that come out, you know, we can make sure that people who review them get notices uh, about this stuff, that they can get those books. They get that chance to look at those books and, and do this. When Michael's book comes out or when any of mine come out, for example, one of the things that it will be incumbent upon us to do is to send review copies out to these people so that they can read them, they can post a review, and get the word out get That's the word to spread it yeah. yeah exactly you know one of the things in marketing they talk about is is the rule of seven that people need to see things seven times mm-hmm. before they it, it finally lodges in their brains and they act on it and that's why sending a notice down through twitter sure you're going to see you know some people will see it but for some people it's going to scroll off of their feed mm-hmm. they will never see your notice yep and so this is why we want to spread the word and get the word out there so so If you've got sites that review books, you know, please let us know. Send us the URLs because we want to we want to go ahead and compile that, and we'll we'll check them all out. And and uh, where should we send those? 
Where should we send those? Do do we have an email address at at uh, mm. at uh, dragonpage.com? Well, I I mean you could send them to me or send them to you. Or send them to feedback. feedback to, at, there we go. Send them to feedback at dragonpage.com. Yeah. That's the safest. We'll do it and, yeah. and and we'll we'll get all those and we'll be able to compile those. Yeah. Now, the other thing. <laughs> okay. The other thing is obviously here at Dragon Page, we need reviews. Yes. Done. So if, and Summer's been doing really good about keeping all that stuff up, so she's definitely the one to contact for that. Right. Um, and let her know you're interested in doing reviews and you want to get uh, get something onto the website. That's how you do it. And for those of you who are readers, who, who are listening to this because you like hearing about writing, but you're really not wanting to do writing yourself, want to know how you get free books? <laughs> okay, I, and I'm being entirely serious here. Yep. You set up a website. And you write reviews. And I'll give you some tricks. One, you only review books that you like. Mm-hmm. Okay, no negative reviews. If you get a book that, to use the technical term, sucks, mm-hmm. okay, you just don't review it. You ignore it. You, you absolutely it's the, ignore it. It's the line that we have been taking here on the Dragon Page for the last eight years. Yep. No negative reviews. No negative reviews. Yep. Okay, we only... It, there's not enough time in the world to share negative stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you and just, not only that, but you what we've dis- what we discovered very early on is what ends up happening is negative begets negative yeah. begets negative, and what happens is you put one negative review out, and then you get this firestorm of that what that book didn't suck. I love that book. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and back and forth and back and forth, and you get these fights going on, and then it, it just it just escalates into insanity. Right. But what you do is. In, in all seriousness, so you're going to write reviews, you're going to write positive reviews. Okay, when you write a review of a book and it's on your website, because you put it on your website or you put it on your Facebook, you email that author mm-hmm. and say, hey, I just reviewed your book. You know, whether you do uh, whether you do an at message uh, on Twitter to let them know, you know, you, or you put up a status message on Twitter saying, you know, hey, I just reviewed at Mike Stackpole's new book, such and such, on my website, and here's the link. Right. Okay. Every author in the world will check that out. Right. Okay. Every author in the world will note that you've written a review, and if they've got two brain cells to rub together, they will collect your website. And if they're self-publishing the way we are, and I've done this a number of times, shoot somebody an email going, hey, would you like to see some other books? I mean, you know, you just mm-hmm. did my latest print book. How about electronic books? Are you into that? And we send those things out. You will be able to get free books. If you take that same review you've written on your website and you put it on Goodreads and you put it on Amazon and you put it on Barnes & Noble, bigger people will begin to take notice. Yes. Okay. Bigger people will come to you and they will say, hi, I'm from such and such monolithic publisher. I see you review books. Would you like some books to review? Mm -hmm. So you can get this. And here's, and if you're in a state where someone like Amazon or Apple allows you affiliate status, Mm -hmm. all you do is when you review that book, you include a product link from your review to Amazon with your affiliate code. And for everybody who buys after hitting your link, you will make 
some money. Exactly. And it's really cool. Um, this actually, month- you, what you're doing is you're giving. There's a there's actually a hundred dollar um, mail away how to get rich quick scheme that you're basically giving away. For I'm free. giving away for free. You're Thank giving you away for-, for free on this show right now. Take That's take right. notice. We're saving you a hundred dollars right now. You do not have to send away for this for this. This is and and I just saw this not probably three or four weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kid yeah. you not. Yeah, no, no, no. I believe you. I believe you. So so this is this is what you do, and this is the way you can supplement your book budget. Okay, everybody who says that getting one of these electronic readers is too expensive, trust me, just do this. A, you'll get free books. <laughs> B, you'll begin to amass enough money to go ahead and buy an ebook reader of your choice. Yes. Okay, but this is a very simple way, and the reason that that because we talked about this before the show, the reason we want to encourage you on a sending us who your reviewers are, and b encourage you guys to become reviewers both for us and in your own right, is because the gate has been abandoned, mm-hmm. and we need new gatekeepers. We need eyes out there to pick out the good and cool stuff and to share it with other folks. And, uh, another place that I will throw out is Yelp. I've become a Yelper. There you go. I absolutely okay. love Yelp. You can find me. Look for me. Just type my name into Yelp and you'll find me. Um, add me as a friend. I'll friend you. That's fine. Um, and, yeah, yeah. and Because can, I, I love Yelp. I, yeah. I, just, I just love it. What, what, is, what, what is your Twitter handle? Um, my Twitter handle is uh, it's at FPM underscore Michael. Okay, and mine is at Mike Stackpole. Mm-hmm. So you know, so follow us on Twitter. You know, all of these things and Let Facebook. Us check yep. our Facebook out. I mean, yep. uh, Slice of Sci-Fi has got an awesome Facebook page. Uh, uh, Dragon Page has got an awesome Facebook page now. I'm on there. You can and, follow me back. Uh, I'll friend you. I'm and, good and, with that. And I know some of you are going, oh yeah, but if I review books on my website, I've only got like five friends who are actually going to read them. You know, I'll maybe get 10 readers. Nobody no, will send me free books for that. Trust wait, me on it'll this. It'll happen. <laughs> Trust me on this. Every author I know, when we see a Twitter feed come through with a review for one of our books, we immediately retweet that down our feeds. Mm-hmm. So suddenly you go from, you know, having five people that you have regular readers, you suddenly have access to thousands of people that are going to come in just to take a look at that mm-hmm. and possibly they'll turn around and retweet it themselves that's the power of social networking it, that's it, what we were talking about last show exactly and this is you know this is how public audience begets private audience this is how all of us can make some money out of this whole new revolution because we've taken the middleman out of the whole situation and and uh, and we go from there and by reviewing good books by encouraging other people to buy good books, what you do is that you reward authors for writing the mm-hmm. kinds of books that you want to read. Here's the reality, folks: is we have st- we're we're past telling you that the future is coming. We're telling you the future is here, and this is how you're going to make money, and how we're all going to make this thing work. Exactly. This is this that's is what we're the, that's where we're at now. The, the war is over. We are rebuilding Europe. That's okay, right. That's that's, that's that is what we are doing. Okay. So okay. so this is it. This is we're getting you getting you involved in that. There we go. I'm going to get my hammer right now. Okay. So <laughs> next time you're going to have more stuff done. I will, I will have, have more, more stuff. stuff on, on accidental dragon slayer and we will be we will be good to go all righty sounds good hey thanks for being along with the ride guys you really your feedback and support is really helping us all right see you again very soon